Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Hashtag Science. My name is uh, Jason Scribulis. I'm joined here uh, over the internet by Matt Metcalf. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good. How are you guys? I'm, I'm okay. We're also joined today by <laughs> our first super secret special guest, uh, Jen Lindsay. How are you? Woo. Oh, I'm good. Super secret, huh? I mean, until right now. <laughs> yeah. Now everybody knows. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, this is our dumb science podcast about dumb science, and that's about it. It's dumb and cool science. Yeah, yeah. dumb slash cool. It's the same thing. Yeah, nerdy um, science. Yeah, what's been going on, everybody? Uh, I just got back from the Florida Keys. You suck, but go on. <sighs> it was wonderful, um, as usual. Great place. <laughs> um, burnt to shit, but I'll survive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the usual. Still, still a little hungover, but that's all right. You said you didn't drink that much, though. <sighs> Compared to... I mean, a usual, a usual to my trip. usual. Yeah, a usual keys trip. I didn't even make it to Coconuts. What the fuck? What? Right, I passed by it twice and I didn't go in. They closed the kitchen though, so we don't care. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. That that donut breakfast sandwich though. God, I know. Oh my god. So good. It was, yeah, it definitely cut off like three or four years of my life, but it was worth it. <laughs> as long as it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really been doing anything uh, since I had to a car accident and don't have a car. Still. Well, at least you live since in like last, an actual city. Since like two weeks bus. ago. Yeah, right. It takes me three hours to get to school via the bus. <laughs> so, fuck you. I had no idea you were in a car accident. I'm alive, clearly. Well, that's good. <laughs> you made it. But uh, I just, I just imagine you like sitting on a park bench with your backpack waiting for the bus to pick you up. Fucking like sad Keanu. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It just makes me laugh. Pretty much. Listening to Forrest Gump's life story. Not not looking down at the ground, uh, constantly aware because I'm in fucking Detroit. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been trying to, we're, we're trying to get ready for our big summer shenanigans at, at, uh, in our research. So, I actually had to go in twice this week. Oh, two whole times. That shit out. Um, Jen, what the hell have you been up to? Working? I've been doing a lot of work. Um, I actually was... Today was a lazy day. Um, okay. I stopped in. I work at the zoo, so I stopped in at my zoo real fast, and I uh, took took my parrot friend out of Fuente. She's named after a cigar brand. We didn't do that. She's I think I have. <laughs> and she's Mark, so she already knew her name, so we had to keep it. But uh, nice, <laughs> had her I out sh- for some toddlers. I shit this you not. I'm gonna turn my camera back on. I I did switch clothes. Are you serious? Oh. <laughs> You're holding the scar right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally have that. So we're we're good Excellent. to go. All right, you don't need to see me in my damn fucking Sharknado. Uh, Is it because you're uh, you're in shirts. your boxers? No, I have I have pajama pants on for sure. They All got right. polar bears on them. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I thought, I thought we're supposed to do this without pants on. I mean, you can. All right. Yeah. Well, you should add that to your list so that I, you know, your next guest speakers know what to yeah. expect. I mean, we're gonna set a we're gonna set a new standard here right now. All it's right. like the anchor man on the news. 
Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Below the oh, way. Uh, Matter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Did, I, I know Matt went to the March for Science in Fort Myers. Jen, did you do anything for the March uh, last week? I didn't get ago? to because that was... Uh, you know, that was actually Earth Day. Yeah. Uh, we had Party for the Planet and everything going on. So, um, you know, I wasn't able to go to any of the marches, but we did have a bunch of you know, conservation activities and like, conservation awareness for a bunch of different uh, local organizations and some of the projects that we do at the zoo. Okay. So, you know, that's kind of how enough. I marched. Just, you you, you know, marched for outreach. your work. Yeah, I feel like, a, I feel like the marches were fairly large um i was pretty impressed with the one at fort myers um but <clears throat> there's so many more people that you know that obviously work with like zoos or conservancies and yeah. um, parks and stuff and like didn't couldn't actually go because they were doing things so i feel like mm-hmm. if that wasn't on earth day, day was would be a good day to have it and also than... a really bad day to have it yeah right? i mean earth day yeah but i like i like they did cool. it a lot day. of a lot of like high schools would do stuff for earth day but like you know yeah, but no, then I... you get the groups like the zoos and everything that really can't do anything about it. Yeah. So it was, it, yeah. it was good and bad, I thought. Well, I mean, it was still nice because then you saw a lot of other people that, you know, maybe were not already directly invested, you know, getting oh, yeah. out and yeah. showing that they were, you know, in a, in a way contributing and showing, you know, their support. Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah. It's nice to see that. Yeah, it was great. Didn't yeah. make it to the climate march this week, but that's whatever. Yeah, right. I march for I march for Cl- science. Climate I change is great. Come on, guys. I can't march every weekend. Not in Florida. You guys Alternative are facts. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the march in Detroit was seas. cool. We got to we got to march all the way uh, through like cool downtown Detroit. Not the bad part. So that was fun. <laughs> um. We were like right up front at the at the right up front of the march, so that was cool. I was in the newspaper, uh, nice. the free press. Um, Fancy. Yeah, I saw that picture. It was not a good picture because it's very <laughs> small, but I was there. Uh, but that was fun. We got a whole group from uh, my school and my lab to go, um, and we all made signs. I made a I made a podcast sign. Uh, I I will do the shameless plug for this damn thing. <laughs> was that was that in the photo? Was that? Was that in the photo? Your sign? Not in that photo. Oh, fail! I know. I got a really. <laughs> I got a way better one of the, of me in the sign for sure. All right. <laughs> uh, that was, yeah, that was one thing I really the... did enjoy seeing everyone's signs. People get really creative. Yeah, yeah. The signs are always good, good especially with like that group. <laughs> There were a large number of signs that were like super specific, and like if you weren't in science deep, then you would have no idea what the hell's going yeah. on. Yeah, and I was like, "What? That doesn't really help anybody." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Well, I mean, you well, made a it sign. Had, it has its niche. It's like, yeah, if somebody made like a herpetology specific joke, I would really appreciate it." Yeah. I couldn't think of any, so I didn't have that on there. But <laughs> yeah, I think the fa- I think my favorite sign that I saw was uh the what the fuck is the name of the doctor in Futurama? Oh, 
Dr. Zoidberg. Like guy? No, the, the fucking old guy. Farnsworth. Oh, but, yeah. Farnsworth in his Professor like, Farnsworth. costume and saying science on the bottom of it. It was that was it. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> uh, they should have had Zoidberg on there too. That'd be funny. I know it. I if I could carry like three signs, I would have, but I could not. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot I wanted to say and not a lot of space. Yeah, I drew the gorilla. <laughs> I drew Harambe, space Harambe. Oh, Did you God. draw that? Yeah. Nice. Did you post that picture somewhere? It's going to be on this week's episode on oh, our excellent. website. Because we have a website. Yeah. High five. Yeah. Pretty oh, cool. also, shameless plug, I was in the news. Yeah, fucking saw all that. The local news about the rattlesnake research that <laughs> yeah, we're doing on campus. Too. Do we um, have permission to use that video yet? Did you do your no. job as a media mogul? Um, ask if we could grab that was, and put it on our site. Oh, I don't know. It's been shared on Facebook, so I guess so. Right? <laughs> okay. Is that how that works? Sure. It Should does be. now. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> if not, Google, Google Wink News. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a cool thing. So how, how did you get it that was. gig? Uh, they actually called me up because they had heard about it and wanted to do uh, an interview about it. And it was really funny because the guy that was doing the interview, um, when he showed up, the, he brought himself and the camera guy, and uh, he was like, all right, so uh, I'm terrified of snakes and lizards and frogs. <laughs> that's, I was yeah, like, he, he does know that's all herpetology is, right? Yeah. And I was like, all right, uh, I don't know how the fuck you're living in Florida, because <laughs> literally all those things are everywhere. Right. Um. <laughs> But he, uh, he did pretty good. The camera guy was all about it. He was, like, crawling on the ground, getting close-ups of the snakes and stuff. So That's cool. That's, That's cool. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I had all these, like, really awesome things I wanted to say about the project and about rattlesnakes. And then he didn't specifically ask me any of those questions. So when he did ask me questions, I just jumbled them all together. Perfect. So I thought I sounded like an idiot, but apparently it came off, like, decently well. Okay. That's all you can ask it was for. good. Yeah, and we got which one of the rattlesnakes to rattle, so without like poking it, which is awesome. Good. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to like actually good footage without did, animal harassment. Have to actually bother it. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, it was cool. That's fun. You guys been watching this new Bill Nye that came out nearly the day before? Uh, I have seen two episodes right. i saw I, this i definitely binge watched that whole thing that weekend too oh, so. i should have yeah, i should have done that oh actually yeah anything. i i've only really seen two and then beyond that I was kind of bouncing around so they were not in order oh, okay you just pick and yeah. choose which ones you wanted to watch and when yeah i'm working huh. on it what did you guys think about it so far uh i liked it i saw the global warming one and mm-hmm. uh the vaccine one that yeah, vaccine one was really good yeah, I like the vaccine one. I like, um, I like that it's like playing to a different audience than Bill Nye the Science Guy did. Yeah, he's like aiming it at the adults. Relevant. Yeah. Yeah. He's been around forever. Yes, he has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that he came back and did a show. I don't... Some of those episodes are real rough, though. I will tell you that right now. Like. Oh, yeah? I forget which one it was, but... 
there's a couple of them that have musical numbers that are fucking terrible. Oh, but um, yeah, I'll have to do that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'll have to watch those. Maybe this week, since classes are done, I don't have. Well, I have plenty of shit to do, but (laughs) you got to finish. Damn it! (laughs) And play. Yeah. What is writing? Eh. Uh, it's fine. But yeah, I'll, maybe I'll take time out and actually look, like, actually look for them and watch the show. Yeah, there's not very many of them. I think it's a Netflix season of like twelve or thirteen, and they go by real fast. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're, I think they're only like thirty minutes long, right? Yeah. If that. Okay. I want to. I want to watch more of them, but I feel like you know what I've seen so far. Uh, there's a few times where it does seem a little condescending. Yeah, mm. I I could see that, but I mean, and at this point, it's not so much to the people that know, but to the people that don't know. Where you know, I could kind of see where that might be a problem. Where is if this wasn't a topic or um, something that I really cared about, having someone you know, kind of address me as a person that maybe I didn't know. Um, these things, you know, as though I should have known, I might get irritated and turn it off. Yeah, I can yeah. see that too. That's definitely a huge yeah, issue with like all of this stuff, though. Like yeah, trying to talk true. about t- trying to talk about climate change or vaccinations or anything. It's like just they, like the people that don't think those things are real, are also like the same way. They're like, of course I don't believe in it. Why do you like? How could you <laughs> believe it? Like they're acting the same yeah. way towards us, right? So it's like. Uh, there's not really so, anything you could do about there's it. There's not a yeah. There's not like a dialogue. Yeah, and there uh, there won't be. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, it's just not. Gonna I was like, I'm not the kind of person to want to try to do that. So I definitely shut down and be like, oh, you're a crazy person, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Get your gross, unvaccinated children away from me. Exactly. <laughs> I right. prefer to not not to have polio. <laughs> yeah, or anything. I'm pretty sure it's it's probably high on everyone's list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I mean, what what else is going on outside of fucking science? I mean, last weekend I played board games for 24 hours for a charity, so that was fun. Nice. For charity? Yeah. Kind of boring. Yeah, you need to... I played fucking everything. I bought that damn 1999 Pokemon game (laughs) where you roll the (laughs) dice and pick up the pogs. Yeah, that was a fun Oh my god, what? (laughs) Yeah, it was it was that was a special kind of nightmare, uh, playing games that long, <laughs> especially board games that long. But it's for charity. <laughs> it's for charity. I raised about 130, 140 bucks that That's day. Nice. So hey, fucking whatever. That's awesome. You know. So so tell everybody which charity it goes to. Yeah. So I play games uh, for Extra Life, which supports the Children's Miracle Network of hospitals, and through that you get to choose which like children's hospitals closest to you uh like geographically or one that you have a connection to um i'm playing for beaumont children's in uh in uh, royal oak michigan here that's a uh, like f- three miles away um and every year they they raise tons of money i mean extra life as a whole last year did like Nine point four million dollars for children's wow. hospitals. Wow! So that's awesome. This is the year we're gonna break ten. Uh, it's a it's a good time. So if you guys are interested in that, it's uh, extra-life.org. You can check it out there. 
I'm not. This is not my extra life podcast. That's a whole different podcast. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you find me on my media network uh, talking about the extra life charity uh, somewhere else. Not here. Jason has like twenty five podcasts going on at once. <laughs> it's only two for now. <laughs> Somehow for now. I run Th- the both. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> what well, I mean, it's not. It's more than one. So <laughs> it might as well be that much. <clears throat> all right well so we haven't had a guest before so i think yeah i mean what yeah you're you're number one you haven't listened to the show before no oh jesus christ you gotta give drop... me that link i knew you guys were doing this but i didn't realize yeah you were, you're the oh, first one it's already recorded i mean this is episode three uh it's yeah it's episode well, three we had a we had technically a two we but we had a pilot right. yeah no, this is this is right. this will well, be number three though. Yeah, this will be number three. Uh, yeah, right. We should make you the, listen to it before the, we bring you on here next time. Jesus. <laughs> uh, the uh, the whole goal of this whole show is to talk about like new science and then talk about science with other scientists. Like, obviously, me and Matt are super into it. I know you are, as we met you at a at the same place at Sea Camp in Florida. Um, Making friends. Yeah. Ooh. that kind of thing <laughs> that humans do yeah uh but like eventually i want to get in like a doctor like a medical doctor or an engineer and just talk about science and what they do for a little Physicist. while so i i know you work at the zoo but what does that actually mean for you what's your day so like, for what, me, what do you actually do means, for science <laughs> it's, it's a little bit different than what most people think when I, you know, when I tell people I work at the zoo, they're like, oh, you get to play with the animals? <laughs> Which, <laughs> you, don't? you know, granted, is one of the perks. There, There is some playtime involved, but um, I'm actually, I'm a teacher. I'm an informal educator. So, uh, you know, C-Camp actually really showed me how much I enjoyed education and teaching. Uh, and so that's kind of where jobs after C-Camp have taken me. Cool. But... Uh, yeah, so I'm in the education department, and you know we use all kinds of we have an animal collection, um, with all kinds of cool biofacts, and you know different things that we'll use to teach people about animals and the environment. So it's really, um, you know, I'd probably say it's just environmental education is really what okay. I do at the zoo. Yeah, Sea Camp kind of did the same thing for me too. It's like I like teaching little kids and taking them on snorkel trips. I, my fucking college students in lab are the goddamn worst people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> they're lazy motherfuckers. I tell you that much. Holy shit! Oh yeah, they're so mm-hmm. bad. Matt even knows better than I do. He teaches like eight classes a semester or some shit. Yeah, <sighs> bio labs. <clears throat> oh yes, they don't care. They don't want to be there. Yeah. Really? They just want to get it done. The and fun part. They, yeah, I was, yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I thought the labs are the fun. Like, you know, that's you obviously it's much something. better than sitting in a lecture class for an hour and a half. Yeah, you get to yeah. do something. Like, I will gladly sit here and fucking dissect whatever the hell you put in front of me to do whatever. Yeah, Instead yeah, we did. We did dissections this year on. Um, we did a crawfish. We did squid, clams, and a rat. Okay. And the rat, they usually were like pretty interested in. Um, all the other ones, they were kind of like. They like chopped it in half, and they're just like, "Okay, are we done?" Uh, <laughs> no, no. You, you got 
look at like read all this shit you have to do. No. <laughs> yeah. Like I've already done this several times, so I don't I don't care to look into it. I still think it's I still I love the squid. I love cutting open the squids. Yeah. I think dissections um, are my favorite lab that I get to do for my intro bio. Yeah, I think that's everybody's favorite. Because I get to dissect the shark and they get to watch. <laughs> that's cool. They don't get to do it? No, we we only get enough sharks that they get to uh, yeah, we get one female and one male for every lab section, instead of per pair or something. Yeah, gotcha. so I that get to do those, though. and they get to watch. Oh, save the sharks! <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. We get we get our sharks from a company that buys them from fishermen as bycatch. That's cool. So they're the yeah, they're good. the spiny they're already, dogfish. They get they're already the dead. Nets, so they keep them after they're dead, instead of throwing them back or anything, and they get paid for them. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping uh, we were actually trying to talk to uh, some people at FGCU about this. Um, so I, I teach classes at uh, Florida Gulf Coast University. I can't remember if I mentioned that earlier. Probably. Um, <laughs> but we're uh, we're trying to get, because there's a big issue with the invasive cane toad in Florida. Mm, yeah. And really all over the place. Um, they're pretty large uh, toads. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we've we've been trying to set up a kind of a collection for them. So obviously they're invasive, they're exotic, they're not supposed to be here. So we're trying to take them out of the environment and we're, we would like to replace, you know, instead of bullfrog dissections, which is a native species, um, do cane toads. They're large enough that you can actually see stuff. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, that's still like in the works, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. I think it's really cool. That would be awesome, especially to pass around to high schools because that was, I remember dissecting frogs in high school, but yeah, I it, don't think invasives were as big of an issue back then. Whereas yeah. now they're they're super easy, you know, readily they're available all, supply everywhere. Yeah, all over the all over the place. Um, it's also it's also a teaching like I mean it's teaching material being like, hey, these are exotic species, and then you can actually introduce uh, like the term invasive species to like high school students or even, you know, younger than that, if they're doing dissections. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember when we started dissections. I'm pretty sure they don't let, like let middle school kids have scalpels and shit, but you can, uh, I don't yeah, you give can. my students scalpels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even the college kids, they don't, they, get scissors. they probably don't need them. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I guess we get scalpels. We got scissors, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the cardboard or the construction paper. Scissors. Yeah, basically. Like one side's sharp, one side's not sharp, and they always use the sharp side down. Because you yeah. even no matter what you tell them. <laughs> oh, man. God. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's like when I heard you worked at the zoo, Jen, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Because one, you're at the zoo. Two, you're at the zoo. Three, <laughs> you're, I don't really, it doesn't matter what you're actually doing. But it sounds like you do a lot of like teaching and more outreach, right? Yeah, a fair bit. Um, you was on that radio show a while ago. Where I'm going to bring it up right here. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so if she sounds really good, it's because she learned to eat that microphone live on the radio. Oh, yeah. Instead of here. Got it right here in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, but you, you brought a freaking python to the studio, right? Um, or a oh, boa? Was it? it wasn't a python. It was a... Uh, it was, Florida it was king those, snake. Oh, okay. It was that's what he was. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, it was, but it was picture. a big, it was a big Florida king snake. Yeah, he's a pretty one. His name is so, Riley. 
how did that play on their radio? <laughs> oh, you know what? The reason why I brought him is because apparently there's two hosts. Um, and the female host, I think her name is Cherie. Apparently she's like super deathly scared of snakes. Okay. So like she goof, has always really. told us, you cannot bring a snake because she's going to scream. She's going to lose her shit. She's going to freak out. So she was out of town on vacation. So they told me, this is your chance. Bring a snake. <laughs> Perfect. So that's that's why Riley made a Cool. Cool. That's but, awesome. That's fun stuff. Yeah, my main thing, though, is um, I got the teenagers. I know you said that you work with the little kids. Um, I do some of that, but I'm the zoo team coordinator. So I usually work with uh, kids who are like ages 13 to 18. Like the high school no. groups that come to the zoo. For um, a field these are trip. actually these guys. They have to go through a pretty intense process. They apply, they then interview, and then from there, you know, if they make it past all that, then they get to join the team program and they go through a lot of training. That's um, crazy. And then they cool. become volunteers. Oh, okay, that's awesome. So yeah, it's like an introduction. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's zoo. cool. That's cool. Try and get them interested. It's it's really hard. The worst part about it is when um, you have a ton of really, you know, really passionate kids, and I just I can't take all of them. There's not enough space. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. in the future we'll expand a little bit, and I'll have maybe a partner or someone else who can help me take on more kids. But so, so how many kids you do you get per time? Uh, so it changes. Um, Right now, I've got about 125 in my Holy program. Holy shit. God. Um, <laughs> a lot of children. Uh, these are all like, these are like teenagers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think I know all of their names. <laughs> There's probably a couple. That's impressive. Dad's names. There, might, there might be a couple. But, yeah, don't uh, tell my students that because I don't remember their names. <laughs> but these guys, like, once they're in, they can stay in the program until they're, they graduate high school. So some of them, when they start at 13 years old, yeah, I've got them for like five wow. years. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. That is I cool. wish they would have done that, like... Because I think I, I would have done that as a kid. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. They get to do all kinds of cool stuff. Kids these days, They get to help man. in the petting zone. Yeah. Like, the touch tank. They get to Fucking animal handles. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Absolute worst. Uh-huh. <laughs> Caring about shit. Uh, God. <laughs> How dare we? <sighs> it's hard. Oh, I know. It's terrible. Well, that's cool. Well, thanks for, thanks for coming on the show. Well, Appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. I feel honored. Yeah. Yeah. You I should realize be. I was, about, uh, I was the first guest. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I guess right here we'll be say, we'll say uh, if you want to be that guest that talks with us about science for a good however the fuck long we're gonna go today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, send us an email <laughs> at uh, jason at hashtag sciencecast dot com and we'll get in touch. We'll get you on this show. Like I want to learn about everything. Physics, yeah. engineering, medicine. Fucking, if you study math, that's probably cool. Math? <laughs> I mean, math and math. Math, math is what you said. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I was like, uh, that's your I don't know if we could put you on, I was like, I don't know if we could put you on the podcast. Breaking bad. <laughs> I mean, it's chemistry, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a cop. You gotta tell me if you're a cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a cop, you gotta tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so let's let's go right into some news. I think the biggest thing today that I have from the past two weeks is that fucking Congress is killing it with science funding. They said fuck you. Yeah. And boosted which is some of the funding. awesome. Only cut one percent from the EPA, which <sighs> I, I yeah. can deal with that. Like it's not 30, yeah like they were talking. Yeah, about. yeah. It was it was a lot more than what. Well, it was supposed to be a lot more, which is which oh, is yeah. a, I guess better than. Um, but like, pretty pretty much everything else was getting, uh, an increase, which is awesome. Yeah, we're, I'm, I think I'm looking at this dumb bad bar graph, and it's like maybe a two percent average for all the agencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, increase. NIH is six when he was proposing to cut some of that too. Like, I think it was cut cut up to about ten percent of NIH. Yeah. And they was like, no, we need biomedical research. What are you talking about? It's crazy, <laughs> yeah. right? That's um, what I didn't get. Like it, it makes more sense to me that, like it, it doesn't surprise me when they want to cut, like, USGS or EPA or NOAA. Right. But it it was really shocking to me that he wanted to cut like health, and yeah. medical stuff. I was like, that's like been one of the things that everybody can fucking agree on. It's like. We gotta like put money into this for real. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the yeah. more selfish things, you know. And it's one of the things that's much easier to justify, like you said, for everybody. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. It doesn't matter what the fuck you're gonna vote on. It's like, yo, man, we need biomedical research. Everyone wants yeah. to live. <laughs> I mean, we also need yeah. all these other science programs, but like, yeah, like everybody has somebody important. Like we're everybody yeah, has somebody that like has NIH. cancer or something like that. So it's like that makes sense. And I, I just I didn't get the whole like, oh, let's cut it. Yeah, it's like what the fuck are you talking about? See, like yeah. even the National Science Foundation got a little bit. I mean, it's I know they got like seven billion dollars more, which is less than one like, percent. But listen, yeah, it's like that, that point, point zero that one percent. I, we get but, our grant, so I'm good with that. Hey, For this year anyway. Hey, yeah. if we get our grant this year, that means we get it for the next five years. So oh. I don't really care. Hey. <laughs> nice. Well, Five-year five program. Yeah. We got this. He's going to surprise you and like, cut it all. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just kidding, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> that's find that's a new PI's problem. Find a new PhD. <laughs> I got enough. I already have enough. I just need the credits. Oh, that's nice. Which means I have to do a whole bunch more research credit. Ooh. But I probably have enough. I probably have like half my material already. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Oh. Good point. NASA well, got if you twenty want... billion dollars. Holy shit! Who? NASA. Oh, nice. Go to the fucking moon. <laughs> Mars. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about Mars. Go Sign back to up. the moon first. See if we can still do that. No, if they were like, hey, we're going to send people to Mars. I'm like, hey, sign me up. <laughs> Better I think than the United States. Right? What are you going to do when you get there? I don't know. YOLO? Play with rocks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously take pictures of my... Like, you got to get a selfie on Mars. Yeah. That Solid would be cool plan. if people got... Right? Like, when are they going to send those people to Mars that just volunteered to go die up there? Well, yeah, they, they didn't. They have like a group of people that wanted to make a colony or something. That's not going to happen. They're going to go there and die. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I saw yeah, that movie. I saw that movie. He made a, mm-hmm. like a fuck ton of potatoes. 
<laughs> and he survived. Almost. <laughs> Did he? Oh shit! I don't remember. Fair. Did he die at the end? No, no, he al- he almost died. Oh yeah, like a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, of course. But that's a movie. Well, yeah, because you're living on fucking potatoes and on Mars. Ugh, that'd be the worst. I could not <laughs> eat potatoes for fucking three years or whatever the hell he did. Uh, How do you think book. the Irish felt? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Maybe if they were like waffle fries. <laughs> they just I could grew do it. the Chick Fil A waffle fries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we delicious. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different story. <laughs> just have to bring me a fryer up there. <laughs> right. That's the one thing. What the three fuck years of sound? oil. Yeah, just, like, you can just reuse it, right? Yeah, for yeah. a while. I don't think so. Just be, yeah, just be really thrifty about your oil use. <laughs> <laughs> you only got one batch. You gotta make it last. And then I would really need the NIH medical research money to save me from how gross <laughs> my body would be. <laughs> Cholesterol buildup. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. What if it's different on Mars, though? See, we won't know these questions. We won't know See, the answers unless, to these questions till we go there and do this. Unless we have money for science. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man, I'm so glad the EPA didn't get cut 30%. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, they still got like those fucking dumb regulations cut, which is still so stupid. <laughs> but at least they have money. Yeah. <sighs> well, I know there's a lot of people worried. Oh, yeah. Um, especially within EPA mm-hmm. and really any other U.S. Fish and Wildlife, whole bunch S- of people. Fucking so dumb. I don't even know what these <laughs> other ones are. Department of Energy was going to get cut. Like, why? <laughs> why? We can, just, we can just burn coal forever. Yeah, for like three more years till it's all gone. <laughs> well, it's all right. We'll figure it out at that time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll wing it. <laughs> yeah. Once it's done, we'll wing we'll it. Be like, like oh, okay. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, speaking man. of. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you want to go ahead and get into? Yeah, you were most recently the most drunk of us, probably. Yeah. So uh, you should you should know all. Yeah, about like this, uh, it was paper. like uh, this morning. <laughs> um, about ten minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I did. I went to Duval like last night, so I mean, yeah, um, I had to have my my flying monkeys grain train. Oh, that's what's up. So per usual, yeah, you should be it's so good. <laughs> it's you a staple. Time. You suck. Yeah, we definitely we need to plan a trip. Oh yeah. Um. God. Anyway, so these uh these crawfish got boozy, and. Uh, they took crawfish and put them into um, different take different tanks uh, containing a little bit of alcohol in each one, and it's their research pretty much shows uh, that the more sociable the life of the certain crawfish is, the booze work much quicker, so they get drunker faster. Um, okay. If they have friends, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, yeah, right. So right. Uh, 
It's saying that, you know, if it, and it was even, um, not even just in the specific, uh, like, in the, if they're in a tank with other crawfish, um, if they had been isolated for a while, then it took longer for the alcohol to uh, give the same results um, that other ones would get. Cool. Um, it, it also says they implanted tiny electrodes in the, in the neurons that drive this tail-flipping behavior, and I was like, that was probably a lot of damn work. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, I don't think There's gonna be like how big that they were, but I would yeah. like to know. There's got to be like super tiny little electrodes. Yeah. Oh, I guess the people out there should know what they do when they're drunk so that the tail flip thing makes sense. Um, <laughs> so when crawfish get when crawfish get drunk, they have these obvious signs and they so like stand up um, like really tall, kind of like an aggressive um, like I'm about to pinch the shit out of you pose. Like Matt um, does after his grain train. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Um, but only no. I, if I'm in Key West, I'm just like the happiest person. Um, like you could probably punch me in the face and it'd be like, all right, just another grain train, please. Um, but they, uh, yeah, they stand up all aggressive and then they start to flip their tail. Um, I guess I guess like crawfish twerking, and then uh, that's what's up. They. It says it says they finally end up on their back and they can't write themselves up, so they pretty yeah. much just like pass the fuck out. That's great. That's um, funny. Yeah, which is really comparable to um, what a lot of people do. How? And by a lot of people, I mean usually. Who myself. gave them money to do this? I don't know, but I think it's an excellent idea. <laughs> I mean, it could have that much money, right? Well, you got to pay the people to do it, though. I guess pay for those tiny, uh, yeah, yeah, this, tiny yeah. electrodes. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That's probably the only thing they really spent money on. I mean, this is uh, oh, let's see, who's neuroscientist at Maryland? Yeah, looks like mm. a faculty, like intro faculty grant. Yeah, so pretty much they probably got like a bunch of um, free undergrad work to do this. Oh yeah, of course. Right, that's what undergrads are for—free labor. Yep. <laughs> oh man, that's. They were like, they were like, pour some vodka into that fish bowl over there, and, <laughs> and then oh, throw the, the craw and throw the crawfish in it. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a really cool study. Um, pretty much, I mean, it's showing that the um, certain neurotransmitters like serotonin can change how alcohol affects affects your brain and that and that serotonin is affected by like being social or not yeah which is i I think kind of the key thing here right yeah um we need they want to continue looking at other specific neurons because they only looked at the one that controls this tail flip in their in their study but obviously there's going to be an effect somewhere else in the body Right, yeah, like yeah. What else so are they doing? They want to, yeah. They want to look at the like at the cellular and molecular levels. Yeah, um, and then they can make us uh, speculations on how it affects human human population and drunkenness. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought was really cool. Yeah, they're saying like, how people who are not very social that you know, in order to maybe join in the party, they have to drink. 
So college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you learn you in go. college. Right. <laughs> that's why. Just... That's probably why all of the sorority girls get drunk real easy because they're hanging out with each other all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, you're living it. Yeah. They're oh my super God. That's social. A... That's we could great this discussion. That would be a really, really interesting study. Doing like Greek life versus. Oh man. If you're like I like well I mean not not that if you're not Greek you're not out partying and hanging out with people but I mean that'd be the easiest way to really tell if you're social or not though right I mean there's stereotypes yeah. for a reason yeah yeah <laughs> like if you live in the fraternity house you're living with like twenty other dudes yeah so it's there's always a ton of people there yeah oh god <laughs> yeah that'd be that'd be a, that'd be a thing what right you need all kind of approval to do that though <laughs> <laughs> uh you're gonna, I bet... you're gonna get them all drunk what yeah no uh, uh first of all i know that the greek life would be like yeah sign me up <laughs> I, will abso- I will absolutely do this do we get the alcohol with for my free, arm or... why don't you yeah i was like my fraternity at auburn will probably happily do that <laughs> with no it's probably where these people came from where they got the idea probably yeah, I think no, we did go to know. we did we did go to Maryland one time. There you go. Uh, <laughs> see, the pieces come together. Yeah, see, it makes sense. Maybe they just saw us and they were just like, "Wow, those guys get drunk real easy, real, yeah, <laughs> real quick, <laughs> real quick." <laughs> oh man, God, that's. That's so funny. Like I, I look, I read papers like this. I'm like, how did they get money to do this thing? Which is, who came up with this idea in the first place? I would never think who, to try and look her up. Yeah. And then who yeah. decided? Oh, here's, <laughs> here's tens of thousands of dollars to do this thing. Like what? <laughs> we could barely get money to study actual diseases. Do you know if they got tens of thousands of dollars to do this? Probably. Okay, so you don't know. Speculation. I mean, yeah. I'm sure they did. We'll say they did. We'll say they did. Millions of dollars. <laughs> Billions to get of dollars. Crawfish One billion drunk. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, I wonder. Ooh, I wonder if they like female dragonflies. I wonder if the alcohol changes their taste. Because again, also going like being in New Orleans all the time. Science question. They used to. Yeah. Right. If you have drunk crawfish and like Cajun spices, oh. <laughs> mm. you know, <laughs> wow, I am starving. I, I, I mean, I, I just ate a, I just ate a little bit ago, but I'm gonna have to try this. We could buy live uh, crayfish, and we could do this. That's crawfish, easy. crawfish boil. Let's do yeah. it. And vodka like cheap. Party. Yeah, vodka. <laughs> We can get like the ten dollar handles. <laughs> it's Burnett's, please. <laughs> At five o'clock. They are special. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious, uh, cheap, drunk crawfish. God. God. All right. Well, talking about Jen, drunk. Tell me, t- tell me about some fucking dragonflies. I was gonna say we can. Speaking uh, of drunk, this move is on yeah. into, uh, What a good. Here. What a good introduction. <laughs> Headline. Female dragonflies crash dive to their fake death to evade male harassment. After the male has drank too much and is highly yeah. social. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
here you go for all the ladies out there. You know, if you ever need a <coughs> God. You know, backup plan or at the bar, just crash dive to your fake death. That'll turn or, them off. Or our tried and true uh, drowning manatee. Oh, <laughs> my fucking God. <laughs> oh, there was. I'm not gonna name a name. There was somebody uh, at Sea Camp that uh, we needed a, a signal for, and that was the, uh, that was the name of the signal. And oh God, I've Jason, I totally it, forgot about that. I've only heard it once, and I cannot replicate it. <laughs> it's, in, yeah, yeah, out, no. Inside the lab or outside the lab. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but oh, um, God. yeah. They, oh God, I don't even remember what we're talking about. Like. <laughs> we were like trying like yeah like trying 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 to escape no it was we were trying to escape like the critters and also someone that worked at sea camp um from like they're stopping their advances ah. they're like the only they're like we have to do something that's not like obvious and it because you know when we were there it's pretty much just drunk all the time so yeah I don't know who came up with the drowning manatee. I don't, as I don't noise, know, but <laughs> they're like, make the sound that a drunk manatee or like a drowning manatee would make. You're like, what the fuck does that mean? All right, methods to employ when being harassed. Yeah, <laughs> fake death, fake death, fake drowning death. Manatee. manatee. Yeah, both those things would make me walk away. That is true. So <laughs> that is true. You're like, so what the oh, fuck wow, do she's... these dragonflies do? Wow, she just died. So gotta go. this is pretty crazy um so i guess that in particular these dragonflies were uh seen in switzerland but um, our resident expert in switzerland (laughs) yep (laughs) i was actually just there that's why you're our resident expert in switzerland it was it was still on the chillier Uh, side so I didn't see, you know what I was really looking for? I was looking for wild hedgehogs the whole time. I couldn't oh, find fair enough. That would be awesome. <laughs> we saw some at a wildlife, like a rehab facility. So that, that was cool. I saw some, but I didn't see oh. any out in the wild. So. That's good stuff. <laughs> the place is cool, though. Side note, if you uh, want some travel in Europe and you can't decide, Switzerland is a really good place to go. The chocolate was also amazing. Right. And the cheese. It you can get real fat me. there. Definitely a plus. Yeah, Definitely it was plus. it was amazing. But so <laughs> back to dragonflies real quick. So it wasn't just you know a typical advance like hey girl how's it going. It was the no means yes <laughs> and yes means <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> so. When these when these male dragonflies are getting really you know aggressive, that's when the females appear. So this uh, scientist, she noticed that these female dragonflies would all of a sudden just plunge to the ground, fall on their backs, and just lay there, lay there like they were dead until the male dragonflies flew away. How can you do that? <laughs> that's yeah, and weird. I, that's crazy though. Yeah, I mean, first of all, girls are so dramatic shit <laughs> but, <laughs> but oh man like this is like it's a, such a crazy behavior yeah. um because I, f- I feel like they're putting themselves really into danger by doing this yeah for sure because you you know you land on the ground 
you're much more susceptible to be eaten by and, something. And upside down. And upside down. So if something does show up, you got to right yourself and then fly away. And you're probably not going to do that fast enough. Well, here's yeah. the thing um, we were talking about earlier. You mentioned it was worth it. Hmm. <laughs> maybe, yeah, these, so, maybe these female dragonflies are feeling so harassed. They're like, hmm, do I want to take the risk that someone's going to chomp on me? And this may be yeah. it, or this guy is going to keep talking to me. Yeah. Death I would mean, be better than going home with you. I, I, I can kind of <laughs> see how this might make sense, though. Like, they they lay their eggs. They this I guess the species is not guarded by their other male mate so like they don't want to have their eggs fertilized by a weaker male so if they keep getting harassed by a male that's not reproducing they're just gonna fucking pretend to be dead and they want yeah the, they fucking want the best they find can get, the one right? that they want right that makes sense that makes sense I to just, me mostly and i thought it was like, kind of cool like better fitness that way uh instead of like shitty any of them that yeah and so it's really, I mean, and it's all, I mean, it's also looking at like ones that are overly aggressive, right? It's are not being all picked, being, it's just being, you know, it's the douchebag chosen, chosen against the dragonflies that go to the gym and are all swole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, really, this made me think of you know ducks. I, I know you, of ducks. Oh, ducks. About, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're horrible. They're kind of rapey. Yeah. Super rapey. <laughs> Yeah. As are dolphins. Anyone out there that loves dolphins, dolphins are super rapey animals. <laughs> Sometimes it's for fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fun rape. But the you know. ducks, man, it's like a horrible orgy rape fest. It's terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, I mean, with, you know, this, this is kind of a short article, so it doesn't really say, you know, what exactly is, you know, like aggressive male advancement. So mm-hmm. maybe it's something like that. And if that were the case, I mean, shit, if I were one of those ducks, I'd be like, just roast me up now so I don't have to go out there again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to look uh, look for the actual article for this because um, I think it's really, really interesting. Um, there's also a professor at uh, that I work with at FGCU um, that does a lot of behavior science mm-hmm. um, within uh, the group Insecta. So... Uh, I think he'd probably be all about this. You have to yeah, report that. I think might have some cool insight. I think it's like, yeah, I think it's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. But it's super, super interesting. It's like, it's not, it's not unheard of to fake your death, apparently. Uh, this, this article uh, says there's a spider. The male feigns death so they can uh, have a better chance. A couple species of fly. And there's a mantis species that'll also do it. So it's not unheard of in Insecta, but... Yeah, the um, mantis makes it seems, sense. It seems... Like the male mantis fakes his own death? Uh, probably. It's not what it says, yeah. but I can imagine that's true. Otherwise, he's yeah, going to get dead. She's gonna, yeah, the female's going to eat his face off. Like, literally <laughs> eat his face off. Yeah, and, and, and some damselflies will also eat uh, the male after. So, I mean... Interesting. I mean, weird reproduction is science, right? That's that's all life is. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking. Weird. It's crazy. These things like evolve to to where they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish nature. I could go to the Alps Nature and, and shit. watch dragonflies fake their deaths. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be worse things I could be doing. Not a bad day. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, that would be that would definitely be like a reality TV show I would watch. Yeah. Right. It'd be so much better than like the real world. Though I would also watch human people try and fake their death if this happened. Ooh, yeah. Like that'd if be a forget and real <laughs> TV show idea. People acting out different uh like sexual advances and things from other animals throughout the animal kingdom. It's probably on Spike TV. Probably. <laughs> Damn it. Spike probably made me to it. Cable. I'm missing out on all these good shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is that the new HBO uh, series after Game of Thrones? Oh, oh God. <laughs> I'm sure Game of Thrones will add some new. <laughs> yeah. They've invented some new ones for what Some new ones under there. On. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Ooh. Goodness. Um,. Oh, okay. So that'll actually that's not a terrible intro to the next ones either. Yeah. Um so out of your row grow and shit <laughs> embryos, right? Yeah, they they That's what we're doing next. We're fucking around with some goddamn chickens. Uh, we're starting but, with the chicken? Yeah, cuz I can't I can't ignore it any longer. It's so cool. They and they yeah. It's in nature too, so it's a big deal. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they took a, they altered these uh, these chicken embryos to uh, uh, change the expression of two proteins that are needed in the face, apparently. Uh, in the beak. FGF is a growth factor. I don't know what the F probably stands for. Uh, and the Went pathway, a protein that signals for. Uh, Partially cell death and a bunch of other garbage I don't remember from a class. Um, <laughs> but they knocked those out and looked at the faces. And they fucking, these birds look like goddamn dinosaurs. And it's fucking really tripping me out, man. Because this picture has a picture of a chicken. Like, that, that looks like a chicken, has a beak. There's mm-hmm. an alligator on the other side. And then in the middle, they block these proteins, and this fucking chicken skull looks like the alligator. And it's yeah. really, it's, it's fucking terrifying me right now. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't understand it. No, it's awesome. They, <laughs> I really wanted, I, I mean, again, obviously this is like totally um, unethical, but I really wanted them to like hatch it out. Yeah. But also, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. Um. Maybe they I, have I would, already. Yeah, they probably hidden in some like deep underground lab we don't know about. Yeah, like why would you not? Like these are like your babies. <laughs> You're growing One of them, them right? Accidentally got through. It's like, well, all right, let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. They're all females. They can't breathe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've seen. I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, just, uh, it's really cool because these guys they don't look. You know, when you compare the two animals, they don't look anything alike. Mm-mm. They look totally different. And so just removing, you know, blocking a few proteins, you know, and that's one of the things where they said, like, you know, beak development so unique. That's something you only see in birds. Right. So mm-hmm. I think that that's something that was a more recent development and it was, you know, adaptive. Yeah. Like it was specifically. So, yeah, so <laughs> evolutionarily, birds and reptiles are extremely closely related. Um, 
So I think they were trying to go, this is kind of a ancestral trait. Um, so previous birds, bird, reptilian, dinosaurish things probably <laughs> look something similar to this. Right. Because um, this would be, you know, the, the missing link between yeah between these guys. Um, I think it's awesome. Also, if you look at the skulls, even the eye orbits look fairly alligator-like. Yeah. Or I mean, looks, looks like looks like an alligator. Yeah, I mean, really well, everything. It's just I mean, rotated. Yeah. Yeah, and even like the like you know when they changed the, they talked about the beak throughout this whole thing, but even other aspects of the skull itself look really alligator-like and mm-hmm. really chicken-like. Um, so like you got a little bit of everything in there, which is just fascinating to me that they you can change just one little tiny thing inside of an embryo. And it develops into something else. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Development is such a crazy thing that I will never fully understand. But it's so cool that you can even think about and then actually do this. Right? Like they they altered the expression of this protein in an entire embryo and actually got what looked like it could be a viable chick but they didn't go that far and see i like i would be really interested to see how its behavior would act too so Mm. because especially birds pick up a lot of their behavior stuff from the parents that they follow Mm -hmm. right um alligators not so much they just they kind of have this innate knowledge of what they got to do but it's just really just like eat and sleep all day. Um, but it'd be really, you know, it's, it, it would be really interesting to see, you know, or is it is it going to be more like endothermic, ectothermic, you know, how its behavior is going to be, which would be super fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody wants to pay me to do that, uh, please send me an email and <laughs> fund it, and I'll hatch out little alligator chickens. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a wint is definitely needed for correct like body patterning and uh, cell migration, so you get the right tissues and cells in the right spot. So if you're altering that, you're not getting bones that are fused where they're supposed to be. You're mm-hmm. not. You're or the opposite. You're not getting a whole bunch of other stuff. So if this, if wint is altered in this way i'm actually surprised that the chick even made it this far which is even yeah. crazier because yeah it kind of shouldn't have happened <laughs> yeah in, in my eye i'm not a developmental biologist or anything but like you you would see that like you you can't we you need went for all all of the complex uh body shapes that uh everything f- from insects on have yeah, especially segmentation. Mm, well, at mm-hmm. least um, in this you know, this study specifically, I think that what they were doing, you know, so like you're saying, you know, that's needed you know, developmentally for specific traits. But what mm-hmm. they were doing here was they were just kind of regressing. So they're saying that the birds are much more highly developed. So they were making it, you know, essentially a more prehistoric version. So something yeah. that potentially you know, already existed and has since 
you know, developed and evolved to be, you know, a more specialized animal. Sure. So they were saying that, uh, you know, historically, apparently reptiles and dinosaurs were much more similar. And that's why we all thought that they were the same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. But now yeah. they found very, very it's stinking birds. <laughs> birds are actually <laughs> living dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, they are actually Giant part of the clade. That will cut your stomach. I'm telling you. If Alan Grant had told me anything. <laughs> <laughs> Six foot turkey. Right. That's what they and sound only... like. I told you guys that they sound like Velociraptors earlier. We were talking off the air. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, some wild turkeys were chasing me, and that's what they sounded like directly out of Jurassic Park. It's crazy. <laughs> I wonder not, if not like, if you watch Jurassic Park three though they should have that like weird echo chamber in their brain that they can talk <laughs> that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you never know. They might have actually used like a flock of turkeys chasing Jen in the parking lot for <laughs> the actual they got, movie. They had to go into the future and set this whole situation up yeah. for yeah. Jurassic Park. <laughs> it was legit though. <laughs> Grass slightly moving. You can't really see anything. Yep. Some fucking Jurassic Park 2 Lost World going on. Yeah, right. Did you actually field. see the turkeys or was it possibly a velociraptor? I didn't see that. that you... I, you know, I don't know. It could have been a velociraptor. See? Just maybe a tiny And you're, you're such a good runner, you outran it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it just didn't want, you know, it didn't want to get too far away from its nest. So yeah. it was like, all right, just far enough away. Bye. Let's go on home. That's, yeah, that's really the only logical explanation. Nothing else makes right. sense. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh man. Let's talk about development, though. This fucking nature communications paper about the a weird extra uterine bag that they use to support preemie lambs. That's yeah. the most insane shit I've ever seen. And it's also the coolest. Because, yeah. you know, like, if this turns out to be cool and useful, like, we could use this in humans. So, yeah, took... what I saw, what I saw them using this for was, uh, like, premature births. Yeah. And they got and up to keeping 20... them still in the, like, what the fuck was it? It was, um, how long did they live? I forget. I can't find it either. But it's like a, it's a plastic bag filled with like artificial amniotic fluid and the 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 fetus is hooked up to uh the uh, this gas blender that blends oxygen and co2 and pumps it into the blood system and they um have a <clears throat> excuse me they have a the fr- the first figure is probably the best uh example mm-hmm. they have a a lamb that they put in 4 days prior that's 107 days into development and the same lamb 28 days after being put into the into the bag and it's so much larger it's so much more developed uh there's more growth and more maturation of some of the features and i mean if you could just even if like even at this stage you can just imagine how this could help human medicine like Unfortunately, a lot of children, and I know this from the children's hospital work that I do, uh, a lot of children are born way, way too early now. And mm-hmm. they have to be kept 
in pristine conditions to even have a relatively small chance at survival. And if they could just do kind of something like this in the far-flung future when it actually is useful and works, like, that's going to eliminate a huge proportion of, like, preemie... Uh, uh, births and yeah, um, and stuff like I that. think I was reading. I was this you uh, the link you have up here is to the actual article. Um, it's fucking impenetrable. It's also it's also like <laughs> I'm not a goddamn doctor. It is super long. Um, <laughs> but they uh, <clears throat> like premature births are the I think the number one killers of babies in the U.S. Um, which I think would make sense. Yeah. Um. So, you know, they're not fully developed, I believe, if they're if it's like a month before um, birth, like they're actual supposed to be birth. Um, their lungs aren't developed correctly, and they don't have uh, specific, like, bacteria or something in their lungs that are able to fight off infection um, until they develop that within the next month. Um, so this would be, you know, insanely helpful for premature deaths. Uh, by just keeping them in this little... I mean, it would look kind of creepy with, like, a baby inside a bag, but... Um, I mean, this already this lamb in a bag is creeping me out, but... Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, this this system versus some of the other ones, I mean, um, it's fluid-filled, so you're preserving the lung structure in, mm-hmm. in, in utero because it's full of fluid. And it's maintaining the pressures needed for correct development of the rest of the body. And uh, apparently, this is like one of the first systems to try and even attempt that. Um, and, I mean, the fetuses need to be able to swallow some of the, the fluid to maintain uh, homeostasis and everything, of salts and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, like, this, this feature of the system is, like, super super unique and like crazy. biologically what we need it's but, crazy like uh, obviously this has a long way to go before we can use it in humans but i can yeah. definitely see how this could be used in the future well yeah, yeah. and this you know actually kind of hit close to home because a friend of mine she had some major complications um you know just like two months ago mm. and you know baby shouldn't have been born until about now um, and, no. you know, it was actually, sorry, it should have been around, it was a month ago. Um, and she's doing fine now, but it was, you know, they had to make the choice. All right, mom will definitely not survive. So we've got to, you know, remove the baby and hope for the best. So yeah. something mm-hmm. like that, that would have, you know, been major. Oh yeah, that would have been yeah. that would have eliminated it's a terrifying. lot of that uh, that weird like complications that arise from yo we have this baby that was supposed to be born in a month but is born now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it's good good to know that your friend is okay and that everything's going fine for now. Yes, baby is doing really well. Were they able to take the baby home? Yeah, actually, um, I believe it was awesome. just last week. Sweet. Very cool. So. Good. Good. Happy baby. See? Science. 
<laughs> science. Science. Science yeah. the shit out of this. <laughs> Saving the world and babies and mothers and everybody. Oh, hey, there's right. your train. Who's That's got my train. the train? <laughs> midnight train. What the hell are you doing? Why? For fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, Detroit. Yeah. I don't know. I'd rather Detroit. Oh, man. Okay. Side note. Why does the city that invented cars not have good roads? <laughs> it sounds like a bad dad joke, but it's super true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they really put all their they put all their eggs in one basket, and then dropped them all because they don't have roads yeah. to support the cars they build. <laughs> but they Jesus. have the cars. Yeah. God. All right, Matt. How do we throw things? Oh gosh, I was how hoping you went. To throw I was hoping you went pick me for this one. Overhand. I believe um, this says underhand. Well, this yeah. says really it says but that seems really it ridiculous. says really it says slow mo is more accurate. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so they looked at the physics of releasing um, a projectile with a human arm. Um, this this really reminded me of uh, <laughs> so my dad is a high school. Uh, football coach and also baseball, basketball, golf, like pretty much whatever they don't have a coach for. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> and he, you know, it, it, growing up, he always like made fun of the people that shoot like free throws underhand. Now you like, can throw like, it in his face. Like the granny shot, right? <laughs> um, so, uh, but apparently that's a that's a more accurate way to shoot um percentage wise i guess then uh actually throwing it like overhanded uh, or the, so crazy though the way you normally shoot a basketball yeah it's like or I, throw I something throw anything really well <laughs> well maybe, maybe you should try un- maybe you should try underhand i think underhanded dart throwing would be terrifying i get kicked out oh god yeah have you ever tried you know all right, so I used to play fast pitch softball. The pitchers, they have to throw underhand. That wind up, it is so hard to control. <laughs> right? But I've never can throw overhand. That seems crazy that underhand would be the way to go. Yeah, I've never they didn't I've say never it was hit easier. I've never hit off of like a like a fast pitch softball. But it just watching it looks terrifying. They didn't yeah, they didn't say it was easier though. I said it was the most accurate. All right, accurate. so for accuracy's sake. But they also said they also said slower. Underhandedly throw a ball 50 feet. I'm pretty sure wherever I was aiming for, <laughs> it would be anywhere but that. Probably. I we don't, might have I, to I don't practice this, this on our own. Yeah, I feel like back. Yeah. like how the fuck did they even figure this out? Yeah, like, I don't how'd know. They actually, test it. Who'd they test it with? Are we talking about like an underhand throw from two feet away, or they're they're, they're testing it on the little Nerf basketballs? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like just kind of like tossing something underhanded is a little more. I mean, again, it's also said throwing it slower is helpful, yeah. but um, 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I feel I mean, like yeah, because if you're like if you're just gonna ball? like toss something to somebody, you usually throw it underhanded. Yeah. Like if you're like, hey, throw in my keys, you're not like, okay, let me fucking base like baseball fast pitch it to you. Well, yeah, but that's also <laughs> you're not wearing a glove. All yeah, but well, well, you, you know, you like usually like <laughs> you just like toss it underhanded. Yeah. Right. And they catch it. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Right. I feel like so it would have to depend on distance though, because if they were using those smaller balls, there's no way that they would project very well. You know, over a longer distance and through wind or whatever else. Ooh, yeah, they need yeah, like mass. over a yeah further distance. You need you need more power, power behind it too. Yeah. I don't know. This seems crazy. This seems <sighs> kind of. I'd I'd have to see the science behind it. I can't actually <laughs> get it. I mean, the, the picture showing a paper airplane. So. Oh, here we go. <laughs> They just fucking did regular ass. Oh, no, the, then they got into it. I was like, they just did, like, intro physics on this thing. But no, they didn't. Hold on. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, this is terrifying. Um, <laughs> no, they analyzed how the arm moved and how the, the transfer of power happened, too. So, mm-hmm. like, I got, they did it. I don't know yeah, who they like did they... it on, though. That's the thing. <laughs> so there's the last. Like, what kind well... of fucking people did they use? Basically, the last know. two sentences of this uh, this article, one just fucking cracks me up. Um, <laughs> yeah. But well, mainly just cracks me up. But uh, like it says, accurate throwing is uniquely human. Um, it's a skill relied on uh, by our ancestors for hunting with spears or stone tools. And again, this might just be me, but all I can imagine are. Like Neanderthals trying to like throw shit like spears like underhanded, like at a <laughs> like at a mastodon and shit. That's a funny picture though, right? Like, like, and then they like, oh shit, I should throw it overhanded because it can actually throw better that way. And then the last one is the researchers say monkeys also throw things, but they're really bad at it. <laughs> they throw shit pretty good. Though. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so, so I was like, that sounds more like an opinion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're really bad at it. <laughs> that's, that's some bias. It it looks like they didn't actually test different throws. They uh, yeah, they, so they well they compared calculations um, to published well, that's data. All they did. Yeah, of, of people throwing into waste baskets and compared it to dart throwing, um, uh, as well as like throwing over overarm at five and a half meters per second. Yeah, for the darts. Um. Yeah, and they oh they looked at cricket and basketball. Yeah, this is this is intense, more than I kind of thought it would be. Reading that, yeah, little article. I was yeah, I was, I was like, almost, oh fuck, I was pretty surprised by it. But now I also want to like go try that. Yeah, I want to go try and throw an underhanded dart. Are they talking like lawn darts? That's definitely underhanded. <laughs> Yeah, also there's certain illegal. ones. <laughs> like if I'm playing like cornhole, you got. I mean, you don't have to throw underhanded, but everybody throws underhanded. Them's in the rules, though. The unwritten rules. Oh yeah, I was like, you don't have to throw underhanded in cornhole, but <laughs> you're supposed to. It's pretty. Common. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see like an actual comparison of people. But then that's also impossible to actually get a 
effect. <laughs> mm. I want to see is what if somebody's just bad monkeys. at throwing. Yeah, I do want to see that too. <laughs> and it would be They're different not... probably between you know someone who didn't throw overhand all the time, so someone who played you know, like fast pitch baseball or softball. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that would be different than someone who didn't really throw ever and was like, oh yeah, here you, I can throw this underhand and maybe I'll be more accurate this way than if I threw overhand. What fucking department were these people in? Like, <laughs> who did this? I don't know. Mechanical engineering, <laughs> department of physics, and department of evolutionary biology. Interesting. Okay. So they're math people. That's who did it. Math, math people. Wait, math or math? <laughs> both. Maybe, maybe both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna talk about smuggling animals. Oh yeah. Fucking talk yeah, about yeah, smuggling animals. <laughs> Hippie. I mean, again, they're like kind of cute, but not. No, no. They got weird buck teeth. They don't look anything like Kim Possible's fucking Nicklin Morat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Rufus. Whatever the fuck its name was, I don't remember. Rufus. Oh, that's, that's right. Guy. Yes, of course. That's Duh. His name. I I, na- I remember fucking the name of the show. <laughs> you did. I don't think Very I ever impressive. even. Yeah, I don't think I ever even. I don't think I ever actually watched the show, but I knew that Kim Possible had a hairless uh, mole rat. Yeah. Naked mole rat. I'm sorry. It's naked. <laughs> Not hairless, naked. Get your shit straight. <laughs> You're a goddamn professional. They're wrinkly <laughs> African rodents. <laughs> but they are pretty cool animals. Um, they've been noted for things like resistance to cancer, um, inability to feel pain, which is pretty cool. Emotional or physical, or both? Uh, maybe both. <laughs> They, they uh, naked and ugly all the time. Yeah, they probably they probably they're probably totally fine Sticks with like stones may break. Uh, will not. Yeah, uh, they're used to be called. They're used to be calling like being called ugly and stuff. So they're just like, you know, your words have no have no meaning anymore. Yeah. Um, but they uh, a new study finds that the mammals uh, <clears throat> can actually tolerate hours of very low oxygen levels. And can survive for up to 18 minutes of total oxygen deprivation. Which what is. Are they like fucking just bigger tardigrades? Crazy. <laughs> bigger water bears or some shit? Oh, yeah, they really are. They yeah. really are. Tardigrades are awesome, too. Uh, <laughs> they're like, if I had to pick a favorite microscopic animal, I think everybody picks the tardigrade. Yeah. Because um, right. they're really fucking cool. Um, but yeah, these guys live in like, uh, highly populated underground burrows. Mm. So a lot of times, um, with so many organisms in this little tiny confined area, uh, it can cause anoxic conditions. So they're breathing in all the oxygen, releasing CO2, and you obviously can't breathe in CO2 very well. well maybe <laughs> survive. you're not trying yeah, hard enough. And survive well. Um, maybe if I was a plant, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, really interesting. They have evolved again. They have just evolved living in highly populated underground burrows. Yeah, um, they evolved this ability to go 18 minutes without oxygen. 
That's a long fucking time. That yeah, that's I can't even hold my breath for like a I can't even hold my breath for like a minute. I mean, we're brain dead after like three or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> several min- several minutes ago, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's nuts. Like, I don't know about, like, I don't know if you know this, Jen, but uh, I know z- some zoos have naked mole rats. Do you guys have them? Actually, we sure do. Can you guess what his name is? Well, her name. <laughs> <laughs> I hope her um, name's not Rufus. It is yeah. Rufus. Damn. You guys are so original. You know what makes me feel old? Is that most of the kids, they don't get it anymore. That's We tell them that, her name. That is not good. Right, they, tell them, they tell them her name's Rufus, and it's just blank stares. Or, why did you name her that? She's a she. Like yeah. They just have a don't picture of it anymore. On, the, on the thing. Yeah, she'd have like uh, a costumed Kim Possible come and talk to. You. I mean, talk that to would obviously zoo. be Jen's job is to you represent the animals Possible. correctly. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Jen, we'll buy you a Kim Possible outfit and send it to you. That sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Do you know how they're housed? Are they? Do they pump in oxygen? Like uh, they're um, obviously so not buried forever. You know, at but... least how we have it, because she's just on her own. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, she's not in a colony, and that's something that they said. You know, they can live in really big groups, uh, depending on the you know, species, how much space they have. It's like twenty to one hundred and twenty individuals. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, but she's on her own, so we have, you know, okay. dirt substrate down there. We've got a lot of uh, tubes and dark areas for her to go into. Uh, but really, you know, darkness doesn't matter. Their vision's really, really poor. Uh, so it's mostly just to make sure she stays warm. She's got a yeah. big old heat lamp, and whenever we touch her, we've got to have gloves on because their skin, they, they're naked like that. Um, it's very sensitive, so if we've got any oils or anything on our hands, she'll actually break out in a rash. That's Shit. crazy. So, but, I mean, she's she's crazy. Frequently, uh, people will come up and ask me to, you know, very, like, very subtly, uh, can you come over here and take a look at this animal? I follow them over. <laughs> They're looking Rufus. <laughs> uh, I'm really sorry, but we think she's dead. She's not, yeah. but she'll she'll lay on her back. She'll you know feet straight up in the air, barely moving. She's always breathing, but uh, so yeah. You know, I don't know that I can really tell you normal naked mole rat behavior because she seems to me like she's a bit of a weirdo. But. Yeah. <laughs> um. So wasn't she's living by herself? Uh, how drunk does she get easily? <laughs> You know, I'm not sure. I'll have to things. find out. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can have a studies. together next week. These, <laughs> these huge, these huge you and colonies Rufus. of these huge colonies of naked mole rats are just fucking drunk off of one drink, and that's why they're sleeping all the damn time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that there's no oxygen; it's that they're just fucking they're just drunk, just drunk assholes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it's cool how like they think. I mean, they don't think uh, this person at uh, UI Chicago uh, put these na- put some naked mole rats into low oxygen conditions uh, and found that they 
had a huge amount of uh, fructose in the bloodstream, which is kind of toxic in mm-hmm. normal conditions to to people uh, life. I mean, yeah, high people fructose con- corn syrup will kill you eventually. Um, oh, but <laughs> they 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 pump it to the brain where it's metabolized, so they can like just jump up as soon as there's oxygen. Which that shit is cool. Yeah. Like that's they, that's the yeah, most unique it, thing yeah, about them in, so far. It's included in the heart and brain, which is crazy. Yeah, and and they can just process it wherever, and they can instead of it being toxic, they can just switch on their metabolism, start breaking down that sugar, and then come back as soon as oxygen's around to then metabolize glucose, which is normal respiration. Yeah, yeah, and they also mentioned. Um, <clears throat> Using that fructose uh, to keep cells functioning uh, without oxygen uh, could eventually be associated to people um, dealing with like heart disease and heart strokes um, or certain conditions that uh, arise from like lack of oxygen to the brain. Right. Um, so hopefully in the future, you know, we're able to figure out a way to kind of stimulate apparently all mammals. Yeah, you know, most mammals, at least we. Um, have this ability. It looks like we should have this ability. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like they were saying, if they could stimulate it to actually, you know, work. That yeah. possibly. Yeah, that the pathways there. We're yeah, just the not... pathways there. So theoretically, we should have the ability um, that they're able to stimulate it to actually be functioning. Um, yeah, I mean now now future, we can. You know, now we can use CRISPR on humans. I guess they approved like the actual, uh, like ethical ability to do it on humans so we can edit our own genes and maybe get there at some point interesting we just got to find it well i mean it would be nice because then you know diseases or conditions just any problems that um may result like brain death from lack of oxygen Mm -hmm. we may not have that problem anymore yeah yeah like uh like well partial drowning victims and stuff i guess Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, totally be, yeah. So many, so many things you could do with this. I, I think it's even, even more especially interesting. I mean, I mostly through my uh, parasite work, I do um, metabolic modeling. So I'd like to see if, like, this follows a traditional uh, metabolic performance curve where you have low performance at a low temperature. It goes up to a mm-hmm. certain point and then starts to. Uh, decrease. Um, I know naked mole rats are probably especially susceptible to changes in temperature, and I wonder if um, they're going into a state of lower body temperature at the same time as doing this, and that's probably true, but I wonder if there's some sort of... I mean, there's there's always temperature dependence of, of yeah. anything, but that'd, it'd be especially cool to look at that in something this crazy this 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 unique in mammals yeah especially like an endothermic creature oh yeah it's one that produces probably body heat and and probably doesn't regulate its temperature all that well mm-hmm. because they have no they have no fur they yeah <laughs> they can't um, and they yep, need heat lamps in, heat in the lamp. lab and everything heating pads i mean you've got a Every time you you knock out a rodent, you have to um, you have to heat it with a heating pad, or it'll just get hypothermia. 
Like mm-hmm. even when you're like doing lab procedures on it, you've you've definitely got to keep it at a temperature because they can't regulate it anymore. Yeah. So it's probably even especially true in these guys. Yeah. Mole rats. <laughs> Naked. Mole rats. This one does not do spy shit though, so mm. not cool. Well, this one doesn't. This one doesn't. Good spy. So, you don't know. Some of them spies. can. That's so true. Exactly. Don't be judgmental. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Uh, question: Is there like a furred mole rat? I don't. Well, I mean, there it's are. It's called moles. a mole. <laughs> but is it? But is it called a? But is it like a mole rat? I mean, you're on the internet right now. That's that's a good point. For fuck's sake, man! Oh, God, I figured I would ask and see. I mean, I feel like Jen works at a zoo. You don't have any furred, furred mole rats. I think they're just naked mole rats. How about furry mole rats. I don't know what kind of weird shit I'm gonna get on Google. There, there are, there are. Are these called voles? <laughs> no, they're called mole rats. The common uh, mole rat. Oh, there, well, them, there's, there's a few. Yeah. Yeah. Demerelland. Dem Demerelland. They're all African. They all burrow. They're all in the same. They look like shrews. The naked oh, mole there rat. You go. So. You're right. Uh, they're still ugly. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They, they, they kind of are. Man, good question, Matt. I thought you were asking a silly question, but clearly I'm just for assuming. I thought they were See? all naked. No. Well, I figured they wouldn't have to be. They would just be called mole rats if they were just <laughs> naked. Yeah, that's legit. What if they were called not naked mole rats? Not <laughs> Unnaked. <laughs> That would be some dumb shit I would come up with if I discovered one. <laughs> like, no, this one's not naked. Oh my god, that is a. There's some like really creepy fan art. Uh, All right, oh god. Skip, skip that. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's terrifying. Send, send us like, your fan art of yeah. non-naked mole rats. There's like a like a fat, sexy naked mole rat with cake. Stop it. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm next, just going to get topic. off. Yeah, we're just going to get off that one now. Yep, I'm going to ring the gong <laughs> of continuation. Uh, this last thing, uh, New York Times put out an article on um, video games and citizen science. So oh, citizen shit. science where they you uh, a research group will get regular normal people, not scientists or not people involved in the project, and have them collect data of some kind. Um, this article is focusing on getting uh, video gamers to look at different things to then collect the data that they can use. So this first one is a uh, this main the main point of this article is a game called Mozak, um, and what it does is it loads up a neuron that then you trace on the computer and you get points for it you there's a leaderboard there's a whole bunch of other gaming garbage and you're actually mapping real images of neurons in a mouse's brain to get the brain pathway and so they've got some 200 250 people playing this thing every day and they can get through like eight entire neurons in a week 
which Dang. if if you know what the structure of a neuron is it looks like a giant spider's web yeah mm-hmm. of a, a long um axon with two ends one end is thicker and then branches off and the the other the other end is uh where it terminates and it branches off from there too and they can be even more complex than that general shape so this one i'm looking at here looks like it's it's got at least 30 different branches off of it and so you you would map where that neuron goes in three-dimensional space and then the more people that do that that particular sequence they get an average of all of them and they put them together which is this is really fucking cool i i definitely didn't sign up and spend three hours playing it (laughs) (laughs) i was about to ask like if it was it's like free to sign up for right yeah it's free to sign up uh, I will have the link in the uh, in the show notes, but it's mozak m o z a k dot science, which is pretty great. Dot science. Hashtag dot science was unavailable. <sighs> Don't you worry, I checked. <laughs> um, so there's there's this comes in the same as a different project to map the neurons of an eye. Um. There's a group that did Galaxy Zoo that aids in uh, classifying the shapes of galaxies that we haven't identified yet. Um, there's a bunch of different African wildlife pages that use game cameras to identify birds, and they just crowdsource, crowdsource that out to people who want to play an ID game. So if you know the oh, if you I'm know big, birds, I'm a big fan of this. that. I don't know birds very well, especially yeah. African birds. But birds kind of freak yeah. me out. Yeah, they're a little they're a little gross too. Yeah, they're no uh, reptiles. Like like protein folding is another one that is giving scientists a uh, a huge a huge problem. Like they're very complex and we don't fully understand how they fold yet. And so they're given this like protein sequence with the different properties of where the protein is and where the amino acids are and like the different residues and everything and they're tasked with folding the fucking thing up cool and like if if we should be doing this for everything like we we use citizen science in our research we have volunteers that collect our samples for us otherwise our project would be impossible and so getting normal people involved in science is a good way for people to start caring about science and why we need more science money. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, totally agree. Because I think it also, it also makes the general public more aware of, like, oh, this isn't just some, like, crazy mad scientist sitting in a lab somewhere. Yeah, this is, like, I can I mean, we do. Game. I mean, we do that, but... Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> I mean, usually there's a lot of beer involved, but uh, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, it actually gets people out there and actually sees, oh, like this is what they would do for their own research. Yeah. But then um, you're actually just doing some of the research too. Yeah, and then they're just kind of like, oh, they're like, just like normal people. Yeah, and I like that we're normal people. Mo- <laughs> I like that Mozek this this particular project. Will give you credit if you do not do enough of the work. If you do a large, if you put in a large amount of uh, like hours into the game, you're mapping all these neurons for them. You're gonna get some sort of 
credit. I don't exactly know what that actually entails, but <laughs> authorship. I mean, that's fucking cool as hell, right? Yeah. No, I just playing a game. Aiming for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to be an author on a paper on one of these things. So, <laughs> yeah, you can just throw me in the middle where everybody gets lost. <laughs> Of the authors, yeah, they've they've got so many. They, like they they want to map the entire mouse and human brain, which is an ungodly amount of neurons to process. And so having people come in and yeah do it with them that in the is, game that is no light task. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy, but stuff like that is like like of course you would have people play some dumb game right yeah i feel like they need to put this shit on phones and (laughs) yeah get invested yeah yeah i feel like it would also be kind of relaxing to do oh yeah you're like oh like just i mean it's just you know like just kind of like it's like connecting the dots right except it's a huge 3d except it's a yeah it's it's a gigantic game and i think that's there's a there's a leaderboard that tells you how good you're doing for the day like, there's there's some competition in there for sure. Yeah, and I'm like uber competitive. No, <laughs> so that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, so I I spent about three hours with the game, and I I mapped like half of a small because it'll it'll like give the more you do it, the more complex ones you get. I did half of like the first one in three hours. Which wow, it's fine because yeah. then you're having everybody like double check every every neuron to get an average of the structure. So th- they need it to be done that way. But this this one looks just insane. Like I don't know how, why you you would have to spend a long time. Wait, this is a. Uh... They don't have like an app for your phone, right? Where you can do this? No, I wish they did though. I was like, oh my god, yeah. Time. <laughs> you wouldn't have any battery. And then, yeah, I was like, then, let me procrastinate a little bit more. Hey, you're doing science. Shut up. Yeah, but I'm not doing my own science. <laughs> <laughs> Detailed. Yeah. <laughs> not if you do it, if you do this enough. Yeah, I'll just tell my committee and be like, look, it's fine. <laughs> no, like, I don't whatever. need to graduate this year. <laughs> you're like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Uh, yeah. It's stuff like that, like, I don't know how you would think of, like, developing a system to even, like, put that all together, right? Yeah, I feel like that's beyond me. I'm sure it's nuts. It's got to be really complex. It's nuts. So cool. That's that's crazy. (laughs) But, But that's all of the, that's all the news stories we've got for this week. That's all we got. What do you got Kinda. going on this week? This week, uh, sister's graduation this weekend, so Woo! I'll be working on this until we leave for that tomorrow. Nice. <laughs> um, hopefully, I'll be buying a car. Don't wreck this one. I will, I will try not to. <laughs> Definitely try not to. Any idea um, what kind? I got I got my eyes on a a fusion. And it's a 09 Fusion with 110,000 on it. Pretty good. And and uh, an 05 Civic 
which has probably got all the parts available in the goddamn world because everybody had one yeah, of those. Yeah, you can definitely do it. And that's got like 120 on it. We're looking at about what, like four or five grand for those. I'm like, okay, that's not terrible. That's not bad. It's half as many miles as I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be better, objectively. Oh, my God, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so far I just got to I gotta replace like two or three things on the one I have, and then I can drive it around again, which will eliminate my two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour bus commute. God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you need a car. Fuck me. Jen, what are you uh, What are you doing at the zoo this week? Yeah. Well, actually, this weekend, I, uh, I'm actually going to get going here pretty soon because I've got a really early day tomorrow. I'm headed to St. Augustine. Uh, with a coworker, we're going to MC conference. So. Okay. Oh. I keep the... getting those fucking cool. emails from everybody. <laughs> oh, Femsy? Oh yeah. Oh, perfect. When nobody knows how to not reply all. Yeah. To fucking whatever the garbage <laughs> they're talking about. Should have gone to the conference. Those go to my spam folder immediately. <laughs> nah. I still I still see if there's anything in Michigan, but there's not because it's Florida. It's the Florida marine science. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There is the NMEA though. That's the National Marine Educator Association. So. Now we're talking. Check that one out. They have a big sh- national conference and it moves around everywhere. You should present something next time. You know, I thought about it. Maybe next. You know, I'm waiting for. Um, oh, is it next year? Maybe the year after that. Mm-hmm. It's coming up in Hawaii pretty soon. So. Oh yeah! Wait for that, that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh look! Let's I go. need to go and present. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Really got to present my research on this. <laughs> I'll just go. Fuck that. That's that's why we go to conferences, right? It's to go cool places. Yeah, it really is. Like, have you gone into into any other conferences, Jen? Just the Florida and stuff for for the zoo. Uh, most of them have been Florida. I did go to NMEA two years ago, and that was in Rhode Island. Okay, so that was pretty cool. And the place it was really neat. Yeah, it's a really pretty area. Matt, Matt, you've gone to some conferences, I think. Yeah, I've gone to a few. Um, Any cool ones? The I've pretty frequently gone to the joint meeting of ichthyologists and herpetologists. Okay. Um, so two two years ago, it was in Reno, Nevada, which is really That's cool. Right. I'd never been to Reno. Um, and then last year they had it in New Orleans, and I actually like presented posters and stuff for mine. And this year cool. I'm going, and they're going. They're going to have it in Austin, Texas. That's what's up. And fun. yeah, I've never been. I've heard it's a really cool place. Uh, awesome. So I'm actually giving. I'm actually giving like an oral presentation. There you go. Uh, so I really need to like get on the ball about <laughs> my research. Fine. Don't worry All about it because there's like have to do. Yeah, because there's like professional people going to be there. Um, so yeah, I'm doing yeah. a. I'm doing a talk about my indigo research for my masters and then i'm also uh presenting a poster for my advisor for his rattlesnake research cool 
So yeah, be fun. I've I've not yet done a poster. <laughs> I've been to a couple of conferences, mostly like uh, last year. I was at uh, Ecological Society when Jen did not want to fucking hang out with me in Fort Lauderdale. I don't know so, what uh, I don't know what happened to you either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We went to a parasitology conference in fucking Omaha, Nebraska, which was fun, but not because it was Omaha. Uh, yeah. And then we're going to... Parasitology conference would be cool. It was cool. Um, and then we're going to a uh, the Latin American Herpetology Society in Ecuador in July. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for not taking the fucking herpetologist that's on here. How do I sign up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I still go to uh, that? I mean, you can still come, you can come to Ecuador. Ooh, yeah, I have a friend that lives there. There we go. It's also a big fucking country, but <laughs> that's fine. There's only like three cities in it apparently that are worth going to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that'd be fun. I don't have to present at that conference. I just that's in go and fucking that's in July. Enjoy. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk later. <laughs> we'll record a special live episode there. <laughs> yeah, God, that'd be so cool. that would be cool. Foreign, foreign correspondent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they only speak Spanish. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> Hopefully, we're trying to get out there a little earlier and just well, hang around. You know. Obviously. Um, God damn it. Again, super again, jealous. We didn't get any questions this week, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You can send your questions to. Jason at hashtag science.com. Send us questions, comments. If you like the show, what you want to hear, who you want to hear from, what, what what kinds of things. If you got hot tips like for us, like good good things to talk about that you want heard, something that you're working on. I don't really care what it is. Uh, recipes, yeah. cheat codes for science. <laughs> I, I, I don't especially care. Um. Jen, do you want to you want to plug anything? You got anything cool coming up that people can come find you at if they were stalkers? Uh, <laughs> if anyone's in Florida in between the ages of twelve and eighteen on uh, July 29th, <laughs> twelve and eighteen, they should not people. be listening to this vulgar show. But <laughs> <Yeah>. go on, <laughs> uh, you know, people. Are Maybe their parents are scientists. Have That's children. True. <laughs> That's true. Or, they do. Yeah, I, I don't have children, but I know children. Uh, yeah. So, you know, if there's anyone who's in Florida or is going to be in Florida for the summer, the uh, Brevard Zoo, the zoo team's there. We put on a youth environmental summit. Um, This year, it's going to be July 29th. It's like full day. We have a lot of local scientists. When I say local, I mean most of them are Florida-based scientists, conservationists, sometimes artists who are just, you know, working for conservation. But it's a really cool day. It's a lot of fun. You can register online, find information. It's brevardzoo.org. Or if you want to come and do move to Florida just to do the zoo team program, you can find me online. I mean, somebody will want to do it. Some yeah. people do. I've had plenty. Again, of kids I think that's really on cool. The state, not usually for the zoo team program. They just happen to be in the area. But yeah, yeah I'll take what I'll take whatever. If you're, if you're that what serious about it, what are the opportunities for? In. What are the opportunities for hot science podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can check into yeah. that for you. <laughs> we can present our research there too. That's what yeah, I, I mean, can talk about snakes all day. 
All right. Parasites and shit. Oh, come and come talk about. And come gators. present. Come to Florida. Come present. Yeah. Or come sign me up. You're already in Florida, but you can come yeah. to me. <laughs> to the other coast. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. All right, I th- I think that's good. We didn't come up with a name for this fucking thing, but I'll figure that out when I edit this thing. I'll come up with something stupid. Oh, like for uh, this episode? Yeah. Gotcha. That's what I, that's what I was trying to ask earlier when I was like, "What the fuck do you mean potential names?" And you didn't really answer me. Uh, <laughs> no, I name, I listen name for the, to podcast. the podcast as we go, and then when I edit for the dumbest fucking thing we said that I can put into a public <laughs> uh, field for what the name of the episode is. Mm. So, beyond that, uh, I think that's going to do it for today. God, we've been recording forever. I we're, know. We go, we're going up exponentially. We started at 26. It was like an hour. And now we're at fucking my recordings at two hours, five minutes. With yeah. at least half an hour of garbage in the front. So <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. It was fun, um, though. Had a good yeah. time. Yeah, you can find us at uh, at our website, hashtag sciencecast.com. You can find us on Twitter at the sciencecast. And Facebook, we have a Facebook page that we sometimes use. Uh, so hopefully we'll start using it. We should, yeah, more. we can start putting together. Um, oh. find hashtag science on Facebook for sure. Yeah. Um, so, us. yeah, especially for like the social media stuff. Uh, like Jen, if you want to send us your stuff, like pictures of cool stuff that you're doing at the zoo, um, I think it'd be cool to you know kind of highlight each guest and stuff that we have on. Um, oh yeah, for and sure. just kind of show like different stuff that's going on, and again, kind of putting putting pictures to people's faces and names and stuff that they're doing. All right, can do that. Yeah, no rush on that. I think it's cool. But I think <laughs> I think that's gonna do it. Until two weeks from now, when we have another one of these train wrecks go. <laughs> uh, I'm Jason. I am Matt. Guess thank host you, Jen. Jen, for showing your <laughs> your your beautiful self on this podcast for our first guest. We really appreciate it. You're really jumping this thing off for us. Yeah. Yeah, I miss you guys. Um, this is fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. we need to have a reunion. Gotta, yeah, definitely for sure. Like, actually in person, not via Skype. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do that soon. Yeah. Until next, until next time, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you around. Bye.